0: Head coach is down there at Sonterra, and that's where Jeff Howe was this morning. How you doing, partner?
1: Good. I'm on, on my way back home already. So it's a nice, nice, tiny press conference. Uh, it's hard to get out of there. He's a busy man. Uh, he's got some, had some in-home visits yesterday. He's out recruiting today as soon as he's done with some Alamo Bowl obligations, So he's just kind of blowing and going right now.
0: Yeah, I, I had somebody ask me we Sark and Kalen DeBoer taking part in the golf event they had out there to raise money for scholarships. I said, likely not, not at this point where it's, uh, where things are so critical to get done with these in-home visits and wrapping up the early signing period stuff. How about the news conference, how things were that I know you had texted, it was a little delayed getting started, but once it got going, things got going?
1: Yeah, uh, I don't know, Craig, if there's a whole lot of substance to take away from it. I mean, the, the main things that obviously, you know, there was a couple of beat writers there. We had some questions, and I think one of them is, you know, has anybody said they're not playing in the bowl game? And Sark said those conversations are ongoing. It's like portal conversations are still ongoing. And I think Sark framed it pretty well with some of these guys are going through. Look, I mean, all these guys love Texas. You know, even a guy like Logan Parr that's jumping in the portal any day now. Uh, got a degree from Texas, love Texas, but the, these guys have futures they've got to think about. It. And then do they want to continue their football career? And if they do, does that need to happen somewhere else? Uh, just like B. John Robinson's decision does he go pro? Does he stay? If he goes pro, does he play in the bowl game? Does he practice? Uh, so a lot of things we've got to weigh, and Sarg said a couple of times, I and mean, we're, we're thinking it day by day, right? But I, the, the main thing I took away from today, Craig, was just getting kind of both coaches early thoughts, and I know they probably haven't had a chance to, to break down tape and, and watch tape yet on the other side but yeah Kalen DeBoer said his staff's done more film watching than he has uh you know Kalen DeBoer said he's just impressed with how balanced Texas is kind of in all phases and then I asked talked about Washington he just said they score a lot of points man that's a that's a powerful offense and, and we know how good the Texas defense has been Craig and I think the good thing for that side is, you know, when we're talking about guys maybe skipping bowl games or whatever, uh haven't heard about it coming from the defensive side. So I think it's gonna be a, a full tilt Texas defense. You know, Michael Penix is coming back next year, he'll be a quarterback for Washington. So I think that matchup, Craig, right now, I don't know if you'd agree with me or not. I think that's kind of the matchup to watch in this one. I I watched the offense to get that Texas defense.
0: I, I totally agree with you there. I was going to ask you about if, if if he had anything specific to say. Like you said, neither side had probably gotten into a great deal of uh, video breakdown, but I'm, I'm sure the staff and the quality control uh GAs and everybody else has done all that sort of stuff. But just the mere fact, we saw what Michael Penix did when he was quarterbacking Indiana, let alone when he got to the University of Washington. And uh, we've talked at length about uh, the challenge that uh, – you know, mobile, versatile quarterbacks can pose for defenses, and uh, and yet the Longwoods have done pretty well against some of those mobile quarterbacks down the stretch of the regular season, as the uh, as the season has gone along. And there's the added wrinkle, Jeff, a PK. Here's Pete Kwiatkowski going back up, uh, going up against the, the uh, school where he was the defensive coordinator, being the DC going up against him.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of ties in this game. I mean, a lot of talk today about Sark's tenure at at UW. And, you know, I thought it was interesting because, you know, he was asked on on one of the chat questions uh, that was said, just kind of read to him uh, how old is a coach. I think we all know, look, Sark left in late 2013, left Washington to take the USC job. I think we all know Sark's evolved a lot personally and professionally since then, but I thought it was neat that he said, you know, hey, when you take a job as a head coach, your goal is to leave it better than when you found it, and when he got to Washington, they were 0-12 the year before he got there, so I don't think there's any question he left in a better spot, but we got Sarge's history there, PK's history, Jeff Choke was on Chris Peterson's staff at UW, Uh, not that it's a direct Washington time, but Jeff Banks played at Washington State, so he, he knows at least. Those are from the Apple Cup rivalry side of things, so a lot of a lot of neat ties in
0: this game. Absolutely, and then uh, from the the Texas offensive side, like the the, the unknowns as yet uh, about who would play in the ball game, who might. Let me ask you a question. I, I'm um, I'm curious about this, and curious to get your thoughts because I haven't heard you weigh in on this. I understand. I completely understand the questions folks would have with regard to B. John Robinson and, you know, if he's going to go pro, does he play in the bowl game, as you mentioned, that sort of thing. Um, I understand the reason for the question when folks might offer the same question about Roshon Johnson. Uh, There is the draft coming up, and he might have a a chance to make a roster, especially being the special teams demon that he is. However, and I would only add this, is that knowing Roshan, as I've gotten to know him, and you've interviewed him many, many times, knowing the type of competitor that he is, would you be surprised if he didn't play in the bowl game?
1: We're talking about Bijan or of Roshan. He broke out a little bit.
0: Roshan. Roshan.
1: Roshan. Um, I think the bigger thing with Rowe, I think that he's healthy, he will. But that's the big thing. Like, look, we knew he wasn't right. Leading up to the game, and I think it was going to take you know bone sticking out of skin for him to not play in that game or something along those lines. Um, I think if he's healthy, I, I would be surprised if he didn't play. Uh, I, yeah. I, to me, I think it's more of an actual health thing than a precaution thing with Roe. If that makes any sense.
0: Absolutely. That that's uh, you and I are are in lockstep on that because if he's healthy, knowing the guy that he is knowing the teammate that he is knowing the leader that he is i would be very surprised if he's healthy and that's that's the big if but if he's healthy i'd be very, very surprised if he did not play in this game i i'm uh and and i'm i stand ready to be completely surprised if it happens the, the, i'm talking about the way he's constructed from the inside, not about, you know, what's down the road and all that kind of stuff. I'm talking about the leader he is and what he demanded from his teammates in those players-only meetings that a lot was made of earlier in the year and the leader that he's been and the leader that his teammates have said that he is. So if you're a leader on all of that sort of stuff, it would almost stand the reason, especially getting to know him as we had, that I'd be surprised if he was not playing in the game if he's healthy, and that's the big if there, I would think.
1: Yeah, I I do think, Craig, one thing bowl bowl season does, it gives you an opportunity, and you've been around this long enough to know, this is kind of when you start to turn the page from the 2022 team to start looking ahead to twenty three. Not just in terms of things you usually think about, like depth chart, uh, but, you know, who are your leaders going to be next year when some of these guys leave? And bowl season's a time. It's a time for a guy like like a Tavondre Sweat, uh, like a Jaron Thompson, uh, like a Jalen Ford uh to where you're gonna lose some of these voices and now it's it's you know borrow a phrase from uh, James Cockman with the program, uh time for these guys to sit at the head of the table, you know, and, and this is when they're gonna start making that transition. Uh so that that's a big part of it. Yeah, we can talk about, you know, the young guys that because of the way the depth chart's shaking out and, and port guys leaving through the portal, uh, it's a really big bowl season for a guy like Malik Murphy now that he's their number two quarterback. We've had some guard in the portal. Uh, you know, the young offensive linemen. Sark so talked about those guys today. We can talk about that, and those are very valid points, and I'll certainly hit on them, but don't lose sight of the fact that this is when the guys that are going to be your leadership core for the 2023 team, these next few weeks are going to be when, when that stuff starts to take shape.
0: Totally agree with you uh, on that. Uh, uh, Jeff, what did Sark say as the next – step on what the practice plan is and the run-up to the bowl game in terms of them hitting the field and 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 what they'll look at in the coming weeks
1: yeah they'll be on the field tomorrow Craig you don't know if that's going to count as an official practice or if it's just kind of a workout type deal. but they'll they'll get started by Friday and they'll be full go into bowl practices and you know it, it, it's crazy for Sark it's going to be those times we've heard I mean kick your coach Matt Brown's talked about it Tom Herman's talked about it over the years uh you know, there might be a practice where the head coach might not be there. And, and it might be assistant coaches running the practice because, uh, you know, he might be out recruiting. I mean, I, I asked Sartre, you know, about prioritizing things right now. And he said, hey, that's just it. I, I've got to prioritize. And he said, the players understand, you know, there might be some days where uh, recruiting takes precedence. There might be some days where team stuff takes precedence. There might be days after I the the conversa- attrition conversations are still ongoing. There might be a day where that needs to take precedence. so he said he's got to take it day by day, try not to get too consumed with it and, and go, but as far as the practice goes, uh, they'll be doing they've been doing some kind of workout type stuff. They'll still be doing that tomorrow, but by Friday they'll be uh, they'll be full going bull prep.
0: All right, hey, uh, drive it back careful. Uh, look forward to seeing you at Total men's a little further a little closer to your as Chevy Chase would say, neck of the nape down in uh, South Austin on Soco tomorrow morning.
1: Hey, I don't know if you've told the listening audience yet, but, like, you and I were in New York, quote-unquote, together for a couple of days and never saw each other.
0: <laughs> I, I could see you from a distance. You sent I a great photo. Again. Yeah, you sent a great photo of some chicken parm you had at a great Italian restaurant. I'm here to say right now, and this isn't even remotely close, you had a far better trip to the Big Apple than I did. A far better uh, trip. am
1: yeah, and I didn't even get to tell you that uh, the last remaining Carnegie Belly location is actually at MSG, so that's what I have for dinner uh, on Tuesday night. So, yeah, based on our phone conversation, I didn't even throw that part in, but yeah, I think, I think my trip went much better than yours.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know what? And 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 I saw that Carnegie Deli location there on the concourse, and I thought, but I was racing back and forth between the broadcast location and getting down to the locker room to do pregame and then postgame interviews uh, <laughs> with Chris Beard. So I saw it. I thought about you. I thought about me. I'm glad you got to avail yourself of it. Good deal there. Yes. I
1: right. uh, Other than the outcome of the game, everything was great. And then what, sick
0: Right, then the game happened. Yeah, okay. Hey, hey, uh, drive careful. I'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow morning.
1: Yep, see you tomorrow, Craig. All
0: right. Jeff Howe on his way back from San Antonio, the Sark.